Thanks for spending time with us. Welcome into Thursday for Donald Trump. New Hampshire served up a set of danger signs along with a resounding victory. In-depth analysis from Aaron Zittner, editor and reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Aaron, where are we after Trump's two-for-two start? There's no doubt that this is a big win for him within the Republican nominating process, and he's rolling toward the nomination with his momentum, you know, Uh, not missing a stride. But under the hood, there are danger signs that appear both from Iowa and New Hampshire, and they appear in two groups. The first is Republicans. The first thing you have to do as a candidate is hold your party together. You have to win 90% or more of your own party. Task one for any candidate is unify the party, rally it behind you. And in 2020, Trump did get 91% of Republicans. Here he's, you know, which means he lost 9%. Here in New Hampshire, he's bleeding 21% of Republicans in that 21% of Republicans said that if he was the nominee, he would be so, they would be so dissatisfied that they would not back him in November. Losing 20% of your own party is really untenable. Remember, he only lost 9% of Republicans in 2020 and he still came up short in the election. So mm. losing 20% is bad. Okay, so that's a comparison of uh, national versus just New Hampshire. Is New Hampshire some sort of outlier, perhaps, or is this a sign that other states could go this way also? Well, there's a chance in, that New Hampshire is an, uh, is an outlier. The electorate there is less conservative, less Trump-friendly, higher educated than, than Republican electorate uh, overall, but it's not so out of step with the country that it would be you know, that much of an outlier. And in Iowa, we saw, again, these numbers, by the way, come from AP VoteCast, which is a survey of the electorate in these primaries and caucuses. In Iowa, 15% of Republicans said they would not support Trump. These are 15% of Republicans who bothered to show up for the caucuses said they would not support Trump in November if he was the nominee. And that, that's still too big a number for comfort Uh, if you're trying to rally the party behind you. The first task is unify the party. And both Iowa and New Hampshire showed signs that that isn't happening yet Hmm. for Trump. We're speaking with Aaron Zittner at the Wall Street Journal. Independent voters here, Aaron, what are they saying? Well, that's the second uh, set of warning signs. In New Hampshire, Trump won 31% of independent voters. And he won so many Republicans that he, you know, comfortably Uh, beat uh, Nikki Haley by double digits. But that 31% among independents is a warning sign. A lot of analysts say independents decide elections. And uh, in some uh, polling, Trump in 2016 won independents by four points, and he won that year. And then he lost independents by like 13 in 2020, when he lost that election. Independents are seen in many by many analysts as dispositive. And here he won 31%. Well, look, in 2020, nationally, he won 37% of independents, a larger share, and he still lost the election. So shrinking from 37% in a national result in 2020 down to 31% in New Hampshire is a warning sign that there's some deterioration there. And as you mentioned, maybe New Hampshire is uh, a good proxy for the rest of the nation and maybe not, but it's a caution light for the Trump campaign. So can time heal some of these GOP primary wounds? Well, that's a great that's a great uh, question. Anyone who lived through, uh, 
let's say Obama versus Hillary Clinton in uh, 2008 can remember that there are rifts that develop in the party that do eventually heal. People in a party too tend to, you know, do tend to be unhappy if their candidate doesn't win the nomination, but then in the end stick with the party. With Trump, it's a little different. This Trump versus Biden election is just like nothing we've ever seen. Thanks, Aaron. Aaron Zittner, editor and reporter at The Wall Street Journal.